Okay, okay. What's good, peoples? This is um, Big Said, a year older, a different hairstyle, and I actually um, washed my face today, so everything oh. is brand new today. <laughs> As you can see on the um, on the side of me, I hate no, no, in front of you, bro. In front, whatever. I'm in the um, front of you, bro. The guy is in the same. The, the guy is in the same camera, the same view. You know, yeah, but my mine's is first. When you're looking yeah, at the camera, mine, mine is, is first. Better. Mine is better. <laughs> but anyway, um, this man is actually a legend, and I hate to say that in front of him because I don't think so. But other people, <laughs> so um, I want to introduce um the formerly youngest in charge. So <laughs> right. It's been about fifty years since then. Look but, at it. Hold up. You got the Bermuda gray ass triangle on your head talking to me like that, man. Watch yourself on here, Seth. Hey, happy birthday. First, let me start off by just saying happy birthday to my man, Seth. You know, Thank I know you. Seth for many years, man, since um since we was probably, you know, children, basically. Yeah, so we we grew up in this industry together. I just want to say for you to uh, do this interview on your birthday and with me, I feel honored. I did put on a good shirt. So, I mean, you know, as good as it could get. Eh? It's it's hot out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this is your birthday shirt, said. So just be thankful. I, I did. Cause look, if, my, if I'm looking like this and I got a good shirt on, bro, you know, I'm, it's some respect involved. You feel me? I do appreciate that. But for, yeah. for, all, for all the people who can't read and see that it says special ed under that, <laughs> uh, um, quick story before we start. I used to rap and I went by special said, then all of a sudden I hear, you know, I got it made and I just gave up hip hop, you know, not hip hop, I gave up rapping. So, right, you know, he won and now he's special ed. So, right, ed, and um, <laughs> hey, why don't you introduce yourself? Let people know who you are. Yeah, man, you know, I'm special, and I'm the guy that came after special said failed at his attempt to rap. <laughs> and here we go, 30 something years later, with the yeah. same story. You're right? <laughs> um, what I like to do, you know, basically, um, everyone has always told me over the years that, um, they kind of envy the fact that I know a lot of people who are celebrities, rappers, actors, whatever, because I coincidentally living in New York, sometimes, you know, it, it was like that at one time, basketball plays and things of that nature. And like you said, we've known each other. I, I, I forgot how we met, but it was definitely through the course of hip hop. And mm -hmm. I, I know that what I, what I like doing is showcasing what artists or even people that's been involved in the game for so long, what they're doing now, because you always hear people saying, well, whatever happened to this guy, what, what's this guy doing? And I know you still do shows and you still on the road every now and then, but I definitely wanted people to realize that, you know, you're out here working and I wanted you to let them know exactly what you're doing, what you're working on. And um, yeah, that. So oh, absolutely. So yeah, uh, what you have to understand is that it's a whole big giant world out there. So while you're sitting in your house or in your city or in your town, there's cities and towns all around in this realm. So we work and we get around and we do what we do. Um, it has afforded me the opportunity to take care of my children, my family, myself. You know, I'm I'm good. I'm comfortable. You know, life has been a blessing and I enjoy uh, my time here. In addition to the music, which I don't particularly so much uh, uh, 
what how could I say it? Compete. I don't compete anymore. I don't have no competition. You know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, there's no competition in my league. I'm a whole league that I started. So I, I do me. I'm not concerned about what nobody else is doing, what their styles are, unless it's destructive. So if you out there destroying the youth, then that's what we have an issue with. However, you know, everybody's free to make the type of music they want to make. But nowadays, I'm into my philanthropy. I give back. I just turned 50 years old. Hip-hop just turned 50 years old. So basically, I am the culmination of hip-hop. I am the hip-hop culture in a physical manifestation, period. You know what I'm saying? With the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? So I am hip-hop. So here we are. And what I do with my organization is called Special Ed Arts and Literacy. The website is specialedartsandliteracy.org. What I do is I educate. I reach back out. We are into arts and literacy, STEAM programs. We have curriculum from K to 12. You know, we have uh, some college curriculum that we are actually uh, forming right now. So we, we kind of cover all age ranges and adult education and, and continuing education because some things are just topics of interest. For instance, you may be interested in entering into the corporate world and um, becoming an entrepreneur. You may want to start a nonprofit foundation. You may want to go into real estate. You may want to go into community development. So SEAL Arts and Literacy, we have what we call knowledge ciphers. And these are really uh, open format discussions for all people to engage in, but for the leader and presenter to speak on their success, how they obtained it and what to do. So it's almost like we give instructions to do what anyone out there may want to do and in a step-by-step -step fashion too. So we just provide you know, ways to teach people that may want to know things. And, and we think there are some pretty interesting things out there for people to learn and learn how to do in their cities and communities because everything that we're highlighting and showcasing can be done anywhere. Yeah, that's a good thing. Now, um, for some strange reason, like, I guess with the people that I've known coming up in this game, I just recently spoke to Do It All, who's a congressman in Jersey. He has a nonprofit. Chia Lee, I just spoke to. He has a nonprofit. I mean, so many people who have been involved in hip hop, um, when they're older, I guess, when they get all of whatever they have out of their system, and not to say that that's anything bad because, you know, hip hop has always gotten a bad rap. But what made you decide to veer off in that direction to, to start SEAL Arts and Liter Literacy as he cuts off? Okay, there he goes. Okay. No, 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 I'm here. All right. Well, what made me go into that direction was my life's experience. What I do is my life's work, my life's testament, and what I've been through in hip-hop. Once again, I'm 50. Hip-hop is 50. I entered hip-hop at the age of 15, legally. At the age of 15, I recorded an entire album called The Youngest in Charge. So that album came out a year later when I was 16, actually going on to 17. So, But I got it made, came out when I was 16 years old. So, you know, I lived that life. I lived that experience. What, I, what I'm telling you is my testimony, my testament to my existence, um, the ways that the industry has uh, been abusive, uh, taking advantage of artists, etc. 
So I've been a party, you know, and a victim to that actually. And um, I'm just, you know, passing that knowledge on and showing people how to avoid the pitfalls, how to understand more clearly what uh, the industry is about, understanding the law, understanding contractual obligations, how it works, um, you know, just clear, just literacy in all areas, you know what I mean? In all areas, even just technologically, you know, we have some tech programs and some uh, people on deck, you know, my co-chair, my wife, she uh, does a lot of the, she's a, she's a, uh, an exec in tech. So, you know, she handles a lot of that stuff. We have some STEAM programs, science, tech, engineering, arts, and math. I have some um, educators actually that, you know, help us with our curriculum and putting things together. So we're, we're approaching this from a real standpoint, not just, you know, we ain't being goofy out here. We got real educators, real administrators, real people that do real things in the real world. And, um, you know, we're, they're, they're helping us to serve the people. Okay. Now, w without disclosing your location, where's the organization based and do you, or, and, or are you um, worldwide, international, national? Yes. I would say as I am an international artist, the organization is international. However, I'm focusing on our youth and our um, community here in the United States. So we are based out of Charlotte, North Carolina as uh, uh, 501c3, but we are operating all over the entire United States because there are emergencies concerning us, our country, our struggles, our children are getting killed. Um, I, we have recently partnered with the Hip Hop Alliance and um, relaunched the Stop the Violence movement with our KRS and Chuck D, Curtis Blow, etc. So, you know, that's been exciting to get that up and going because I was an artist when the original Self-Destruction came out and I always wanted to be involved in an effort like that. And now is a good a time as any because it seems as if no one has anything to say about it other than social media posting. And I don't even care about social media. I'm not, I don't follow none of that crap. You understand? So, um, you know, this is they've turned the whole real world into some some social media fool, foolery, right? And um, that's the problem right now. That's the problem right now is everybody believing and subscribing to all kind of shit that's unnecessary, worrying about shit that don't concern them. They make it as if everything that is discussed concerns you, and it does not. So you have to determine what you really care about, what concerns you and your family and your bottom line and your future, you know, and don't get be, entangled. Yeah. You know but wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be fair that you can utilize social media for your benefit? Your Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what these kids are here for. Go ahead. Take my phone. Log in, do what y'all need to do. I'm just saying that me personally, yeah. I'm not going to subscribe. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't subscribe to that. It's there. It's there for people to see and to understand that I exist and that I participate and that I'm active in my philanthropy. We have a website for SEAL, 
for the organization, that's good enough for me. The social media that exists is just a placeholder for me. Yeah. I just reserve my name, make sure nobody out here fronting and fraudulating under my name. You understand? So I just hold my place. Now let, let's go back to the Stop the Violence movement because as you stated, you know, we both were there participating because, you know, Ralph did the video from, well, people that don't, don't, don't know my background, Video Music Box, Ralph McDaniels, he actually did the video. And during that time, of course, the, the world was crazy. Not to say that it's not crazy now because it's crazy in a different way. Um, I know that, because like I said, I've been getting notifications from you, um, Curtis Blow, a couple other people as far as the rebuilding of it. Um, where do you think, where do you think we're headed with that and what direction are are we as a community trying to go and trying to incorporate stop the violence into our everyday lives? Well, it's just about awareness. It's just about an understanding that we are being pitted against each other and we are being demonized. You know what I'm saying? We're being made to look like we're hyper-violent, you know, hyper-sexualized. Like, it's a whole, you know, image smear campaign going on right now. You know, and it stems back. It, you know, it's just what it is. But we have to change that narrative and make sure that people are aware that we as a hip hop community do not advocate this. We are actually speaking out against it and we are actually doing things toward uh, solving those problems. Like we have a knowledge cipher on the 30th with uh, Guru Dev. He's the number one peacekeeper in the world. The man goes into countries and stops you know, wars. He has a breathing technique that we'll be going over that calms people down, like can change your mind, can change your next steps. You understand? So there are things that he goes into, you know, prison. So there are things that we need to know as a people and as a community. And these are some of the things that we're bringing to our communities are ways to deal with uh, violence and that's one of them. One of them is, you know, meditation, peace, some sort of energy transformation. Instead of letting our anger, you know, we're going to see what the guru suggests. But we've also had some on jobs and, um, you know, government jobs that are available to minorities. There are millions of jobs out there. And, you know, it, it's just about us going to get them. You know, we've, we've done plenty of uh, topics and they will continue. And um, I'll be doing one myself for artists and future uh, artists to come. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's we have a lot in in uh, store at Seal on that end. But we also go into the schools. You know, we have curriculum, uh, hip hop literacy programs for the children, and um, things of that nature. So, you know. That's just basically all, what I want to do at this point in my life. I don't want to go into a club. I don't drink alcohol. I haven't drank alcohol in many years. Not that it was ever a problem for me, but I realized how poorly people behave under the influence of alcohol. It is a drug, and the more you administer, the more poisoned you become. You know what I'm saying? And that's the bottom line. You know, it just, it just, um, enhances illicit behavior you know what i'm saying and i'm cool off of all of that the industry has showed me all i need to see <laughs> you understand the only thing that's changes is different players with different equipment so there you yeah. go 
know. <laughs> now I want to ask you, like, as far as hip hop, because like, like, um, I'm sure you still follow hip hop in a sense. Because I tell people when it comes to hip hop, if you ever come into my car, more than likely you'll hear the '90s or the '80s music from back then mm. on repeat. Because I'm not as fluent with current hip hop as most people are. What What are your thoughts on the way the 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 whole genre right now is? Um, as far as are, are they being innovative? Like, do you listen to a point where you can give an opinion that um, on hip hop in general? Um. Well, my opinion is that it's very lucrative. That's my opinion. As far as as far as quality, the quality is it needs some quality control. We don't have any quality control or any control at all at this point. You know, it's based on who can get the bag and what they have to say or do to get the bag. Because it's based on marketing schemes, trickology, and fuckery basically. So, you know. You have to come up with gimmicks and shock value and all kind of shit just to get follows or get likes or get this and get that. Like I don't subscribe to that shit, bro. That's <laughs> know what I'm saying. I don't. I'm, I don't have to do none of that shit. Period. And neither do you. If you just be intelligent, be your truth, be yourself. Go get it. You know. You know. I. You don't have to follow you know, everybody off the bridge. You don't have to stand in line and wait to jump off a bridge. You know what I'm saying? You can go the other way. How are you celebrating um, the 50th year of hip-hop? Well, how am I celebrating Big Said's birthday today? Well, <laughs> the first thing I did was put on this good shirt, and I buttoned it. This is pretty high. Hold up, one button. Yeah, this is fucking pretty high, bro. This is This is a birthday tribute. <laughs> you got yours pretty high too there though. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to you like, you know, trying to move right. in a different direction, you know. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. This show is about change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This show is about change. Growth. Growth over. Exactly. Exactly. You know <laughs> but um, it's funny because I literally just hit my first 50th anniversary event. Um it's a Remy Martin. It was at the Universal Um Hip Hop Museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a few things. We did a few things. I lit up the Empire State Building red, black, and green. Yeah. Yes. So that was fun. That was entertaining. We did the drip, the 50th anniversary uh, with Video Music Box with Uncle Ralph. And he uh, set up a nice little thing where we gave a nice little tribute to the low life. Shout out to low life, BK, all day. And, um, you know, just a lot of things have been going on throughout uh, the year. There are things up and coming. I have some events coming up with the uh, City Parks Department, you know, August 6th. Uh, and we're doing Coney Island. And, okay. uh, oh, matter of fact, shut, cut that shit out. Said that ain't even me. I ain't supposed to be talking about my shit yet. You understand? Then we're not going to talk about it. So, okay. um but the only the only thing that I've been telling people, like I think the only reason why I've only been to one is, even though like I love hip hop because I came up in hip hop, the only thing I don't like about the 50th anniversary is that these corporations are giving the money to people who aren't really for the culture, and for the marketing dollars and for what they can get out of it. And I really feel that if some of these corporations are really for the culture, 
they should be reaching within the culture in order to celebrate the culture as opposed to giving it to some of these people who are just going to pocket it until the next thing comes along. And I'm, I'm, I'm not against anybody making their money, but when you're not acknowledging the people that's actually been involved in this and, and like li literally live it, then like, is it really a celebration? I mean, we're celebrating it's appropriation. Us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that. But what happens is anyone that has or plays in the corporate space and understands partnerships, sponsorships, and things of that nature are naturally going to gravitate to what is going on and, you know, take advantage or, you know, whatever opportunities are available, right? It's just like if you're looking for, you know, contracts or you're looking for gigs, they're looking for gigs nonstop and they have, they see what's going on. So yes, there are a lot of people definitely not directly involved with hip hop that are using the name hip hop. They are definitely using the name hip hop to do what they are doing. However, we as a hip hop community have to also participate and do what we do in the name of hip hop and not just allow it to happen. So really that's a part of why I step out there with my voice, why you know the Alliance steps out there with their own voices and we speak on our own behalfs because there are too many people, like you said, that are out here speaking for hip hop who have nothing to do with hip hop. They just happen to know what department or person is handling that budget. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you're right in that aspect. And, and I, I guess as long as some of us can put forth the message or even, like I said, um, Everyone doesn't always capitalize, but I guess if people can just get like, if you can use, use that platform to promote, you know, seal and everything that that goes along with it, then we can all be good with that. So I'm I'm on board with that, and maybe I'll go to a couple more that I'm invited to. Um, I do want I do I, I I always question this because we both came up around the same time. How do you think we as a culture would have utilized social media if we had it at our disposal when we were in our 20s or when well, you were in your 20s. <laughs> yeah, I think the dynamics of business would have changed and there would be a lot more um, empowerment, wealth, and, and uh, entrepreneurship from our people as a, as a culture. What um, us not having it, we had to rely on corporations to do the work that the internet is doing seamlessly and autonomously, you know, AI is, is, you know, there's apps for everything that you want to do from bookkeeping to marketing, to promotion, to posting, to doing whatever advertising. You can even put up a clothing, you know, we can all put up clothing stores. Like we can do all of that merchandise opportunity. So these are all the things that we depended on a record label to do because we were, you know, um, just, regular people yeah we weren't businessmen at that time we were artists trying to come up as artists you know and i'm sorry about your career but you know <laughs> i'm sorry about your rap career sir <laughs> but there's one thing i can definitely say that hip-hop has done i think a yeah. great job of is um birthing entrepreneurs 
Oh, absolutely. That is it. I, I, I credit hip hop with that so much because of the people I've seen yeah. and myself being an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's what it was, was the rise of the entrepreneur and people saying I, it gave us power. You know, it was, a, it was a empowerment, a message of empowerment. And that's what hip hop started out as, to unify, empower ourselves, some ownership, do business and stand up right as businessmen out here, right? And that's pretty much what it turned into. But then, like everything else, they colonized hip hop. You feel me? They seen us chilling on the island, doing our one, two, happy, came over there, poisoned us, gave us the cure with the bag of money, and said, do it like this. And then kill yourself while you at it. Boop. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. yeah, so there's that part. But that just take a little bit of money. That's all it take because we, you're talking about people that are coming from poverty. And then you're talking about dealing with entities and forces that have trillions of dollars behind them True. to do anything they want. And they can pretty much... Um, pay your life out like they can pay for every action that you do you know pay for you to work pay for your job hire you to do this hire you to do that and just give you a couple dollars and you do it so you can follow the bag all your life or you can you know make your own bag that's true like i said definitely a bunch of entrepreneurs have come from hip-hop because i do know a lot of a lot of rappers who couldn't I, should, I don't like to use this term, but couldn't make it as rappers, so they found something else to do within the scope of hip-hop where you had fashion lines, you had TV shows, you had now podcasts and things of that nature where people are just utilizing whatever they had um, to make money for themselves because they wasn't going to corporate America saying, hey, we need a job because corporate America is like, nah, we good over here. So right. you, you figure out what you want to do. And that's what we had to do. We, we figured it out. It spawned, it spawned the mindset of, of like, yo, we can do this from, you know, that level, ownership level. Let's just start from the ground up because most businesses to build, all it takes is consistency and quality. Yep. You give them a quality product, good or service and consistency. If you last, if you stay in business, you will get customers. They walk by every day. They see you every day. They see you online. You'll get some business. It's like a barber. You might start out with one customer. But by the time you open for two, three, five years, you got customers, you know, every day, all day. So it's about consistency and building your customer base and fan base. And that's what we did. That's why we have core fans and core uh, customers. And, you know, um, I don't know. I don't like to call them fans, but it's just people that appreciate what you do, appreciate your art. They support supporters. How about that? You know what, what I'm saying? It? Yeah. Yeah. We, that's how you grow your support, your supporters, just by being consistent. I've been around for a long time and I have core supporters that definitely are there for me. And even you being one of them in the industry, just, you know, people that I know that you know, I have a rapport with, we've known that we've always been on, you know, the straight and narrow, you know, I don't fuck around. I don't play around out there with nobody. So at the end of the day, I know that I, I can come to anybody and be straightforward and not have to, you know, look sideways or feel yeah. like this or feel like that. Cause I don't play no games with nobody. Like I'm always straightforward and I'm always truthful and honest. I, you know, maybe just from my life's experience taught me that, you know what I mean? 
how to deal with life and how to deal with people so that you know you're not caught up in situations yeah, yeah. I, I really I, I really hate to do this um but I guess I have to credit you credit you with like your, your name and existence and your <laughs> and your current hairdo yeah <laughs> And your hair do for the last 25 years. <laughs> but getting back on, on track, um, your first release, I Got It Made, basically set the tone for people to actually want to be aspirational based on the lyrics you stated in the song, I Got a Dog. I mean, everything like you were, everything you were saying were things that people had to strive for as opposed to being given and... Um, it's just funny how, like nowadays, like they, they they kind of took your script, ran with it, and of course went in all different directions. But I have to credit you with that because, like I said, you were probably the first rapper that that basically came out like I got it made, and you know, I mean, you may have had an island, but at that time, it's like, yo, this guy right. said he's got an island to go this that the other, and right. it's like, yo, that's kind of hot, you know. Well, it's about it's about the message and affirmations and manifestation. So what you uh what you aspire for, you know what I'm saying? Some people want clothes or chains or this or that. I'm like, no, you want an island. You want a treaty with a at another country. You want uh, gear, come on, you got boutiques all over the world. Like you have to think bigger than, you know, li limiting yourself to low vibrational shit. You know what I'm saying? Liquor. Like, I don't want no fucking liquor. I don't need no gold chain. I am the fucking gold chain. I'm the solid gold motherfucker. There ain't no other. You understand? I am the fucking prize. You understand? It's not what I wear. It's not what I carry in my hand or around my neck or on my feet. It's not the color of the bottom of my motherfucking sneakers. That yeah. makes sense? You understand? But some people need that to feel important. They have to wear a big Mickey Mouse looking boot to feel like I, I made it. <laughs> you made it to Disneyland, nigga, the fuck? <laughs> That's a trend I will not be following. I can assure you. You made it, you made it to Disneyland. That's where you made it. <laughs> you and fucking Mickey and Goofy. All yeah. of y'all Goofy. You know. Wasn't, um, wasn't I Got It Made redone by, wait, who did? A lot of people. Yeah, but a lot of people throughout the years, probably 20 people yeah. have done it, but none to the success that the original has reached. So I think that has been the, the thing that's that why it's not as memorable because they haven't really been big with it, you know. Yeah. But I guess flattery is good, whatever the expression is, you know. Yeah, flattery is something. Yeah, yeah. flattery pay me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what it is, you know. Is, is there anything that you want to do going forward as far as whether it's with SEAL or just in general that you want to do going forward? If everything turns to your favor, what do you imagine it being for you? Absolutely. What I would like to do is provide uh, programs all over the United States. I would like to utilize all of our artists that, um, you know, old, new, all ages, all age ranges that participate in hip hop and get them to directly engage with the communities, engage with the children, engage in the learning process and the motivation process. 
and get our children out of this darkness and this misconception that we have to hurt ourselves or others. A good thing. I'm going to actually introduce you to Chip Fu because um, I featured him. I know Chip Fu. How the hell are you going to introduce me to Chip Fu? Chip Fu from down the street from my hood, bro. Bro, you ain't even from my hood, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What you talking about, son? Let me get my plug so you don't die, homie. <laughs> How are you gonna introduce me to the man th- live down the street? From I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking when I said that. But the reason why I brought him up is because, like I said, he's he's on the education thing as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, but I'm stupid for thinking that, like, like knowing that y'all know each other and acting as if like I'm gonna be the plug to put y'all two together. Yeah, man, you the plug, man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my way of trying to help out. With, you you, you know. the plug, man. Matter of fact, stick your head in that socket behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't thinking of that one. So much yeah. love that. You know. yeah. um, now I lost my train of thought after you know, flubbing that. But um, it's all good. <laughs> so, yeah, when, man, I think that um, just overall hip hop is is just in a place where we just need more direction um from elders we need we need to not just engage with the youth but get them a little more direction as far as the situations they're getting themselves into on the business and in the real life and in the streets the decisions they're making that's causing them to you know fall into peril you know a lot of them are you know dying and um it's just terrible we shouldn't be out here as artists wondering or worrying about you know whether it's safe to be an artist you don't want your children wanting to dance or rap or sing and then worry about going outside and somebody being hell bent and wanting to kill you you know what I'm saying so I agree yeah well I know that you're you know you're out there doing your thing so I'm not gonna keep you too long I do appreciate um you know taking the time to speak to me. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll see you sometime this summer. Or Yeah, this- yeah, for sure. Like I said, I'll be out there a couple of times uh, in the summer doing the thing with the City Parks Foundation, and mm-hmm. um, we'll get that popping. And um, just otherwise, I'm doing some things at some venues. I don't know. See, it's a lot of gag orders and a lot of secretive shit going on. You feel me? So I can't talk about every specific place I'm going to be at. And I don't really do that shit anyway. I kind of mind my own business. I don't even want to see certain people. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's just you. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So I you know, tell you. I'm going to just pop up and collect. And yeah. then you'll see me then. You feel me? Definitely. But um, like I said, once again, thanks. Any any last words or anything else you'd like to um, mention? Yeah, man. I just want to say happy birthday, Big Sad. It's been an <laughs> honor and a pleasure. And I'm glad I could, uh, you know, get on your format here and, and, and your podcast for your birthday. Happy birthday, many more. And um, you. see you soon, man. We be out there. We throw back a non-alcoholic beverage. You feel me? Yeah. This would usually be the part where I was like, uh, so social media handles, but we know how you feel about social media. So Yeah, but they know where to find me at. If you don't know <laughs> special ed, man, just, just that type that shit in. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I've got it patented trademark so if there's any uh cease and desist i need to issue out there let me know otherwise it's just me all right all right 
Well, thank you once again. This is special said heading out, you know, reclaiming my name back. So this I can is special ed on the right on the first <laughs> frame. Don't switch this shit around after the show, son. Yo, no. if this shit play and I'm on the other side, bro. I would switch it during and not after, you know. Copy. As, as a matter of fact, see, oh, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I'm going to give you <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds. I'm about to tell you. I give you 10 seconds in the first place. <laughs> in the first pos pole position. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, Big Set, man. Enjoy your day out there, man. Just, you know, don't even worry about nothing. Fuck the phone. You know what I'm saying? Just do you. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? I, I heard they got mad weed stores over there just wandering one, you know? Yeah, but I don't smoke, so. You don't have to. Just wander into it. I wander into it. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer, once again. We'll talk yes, sir. to um, everyone else. Till next time, take it easy. Peace.